Good day and welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church, from its origins through to the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we returned to Europe and we looked at the work of that great man, Gregory the Great. Today we move on to the 8th and 9th century in Europe. In Europe at the time, various barbarian factions ruled, yet many held out hope for the unity of the Roman Empire. The barbarous factions were often at war with another, yet there was an underlying yearning that one day, one day, Europe would once again be united under a new Roman Empire. In all of this, there came a time when a new centre of power arose from within the landlord aristocracy, as power was greedily gobbled up and transferred to them. Amidst this, one central figure always arose, often called the Mayor of the Palace. The first of these we will look at is Charles Martel. The Martel family were a rising political force in France and in Europe in the 8th and 9th centuries. Charles Martel, we talked about him earlier, had been successive in his battles against the invading Islamists, from which he got the name Martel, which means the hammer. He had hammered the Islamists from Central Europe back to the Iberian Peninsula. During his time, Charles Martel had performed, as well as allowed, great acts of violence against the church. He did, however, change, and he sought to set about restoring the rights of the Roman Catholic hierarchy. In the year 723, Boniface, the Pope, was protected by Charles Martel, which Boniface later exuded that without such an act, he could not govern the church could not prevent idolatry, and he could not defend the clergy who needed it. When Charles's son Pepin rose to power, he made a pact with the Roman Catholic Church, which stipulated that whoever was in actual power should be the actual ruler. Pepin was duly appointed king of the Franks and declared himself the chosen of the Lord. Under the guidance of Boniface, the church was reformed, and there was a revival of religion and education, and they became the protectors of Rome. More, however, was to come with the advent of Charles Martel's grandson. Ah, yes, his grandson, the next person we will look at. He is perhaps one of the most famous in both secular and religious human history from this period. Charlemagne. When Pepin died in the year 768, his realm was divided between his two sons, Charlemagne and Carloman. Charlemagne became sole ruler when Carloman died suddenly in the year 771. Then on the year 800, on Christmas Day in St. Peter's in Rome, Pope Leo III, crowned as the Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire, the King of France, who was Charlemagne. When Charlemagne came to power, he had three goals in mind. A military power to crush his opponents, 
religious power to direct his people's religions and intellectual power to guide their intellect and mind. The church and the state were to work hand in hand, but there was a continuous struggle between emperor and pope over who was the final authority. Charlemagne duly returned the lost provinces to the pope. He died after about 13 years as emperor in the year 814, but his influence remains. His empire was vast, and he had succeeded in ensuring that, at least nominally, Christianity survived in Europe. Charlemagne's successors lacked the will, the imagination, and the drive to continue in his footsteps, and the empire soon descended back into chaos. Such is Charlemagne's influence that both the current German and French monarchies consider themselves to be descendants of the empire of Charlemagne. That's it for this time. Next time in our series AHA, we will look at three Ds, a debate, a decretal, and a donation. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. See you later.